because now our levels are pretty close to what they ought to be. Awesome. To your ear or to like what you can see? To the recording itself. Okay, cool. And then I can adjust my end, so... Okay. Jesus Christ. Fuck a duck. Yup. Um, and speaking of fucking ducks, five... Oh, four... Three... Two... And one... And one. Hello world is a song that we're singing... Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. All right. Okay. Okay. So my name's David Auger. <laughs> I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. I'm joined as always by Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. Or the happy hour at happy hour uh, on twitter.com, uh, youtube.com slash happy hour. Like and subscribe below, please. And uh, happy hour pod on Instagram. Um, so last week when we recorded, the Habs were one in three during the week prior. This week, the Habs are one in three since the last time we recorded. The Habs, yeah. um, they played the uh, the Oilers last night, which is fine. You know, it's the it's the it's the Edmonton McDrysaddles, right? And uh, this is the first game this season that not McDrysaddle, but McDavid took over the game, and uh, it took him about fifty minutes, but finally it happened in spectacular fashion. Yeah, and uh, we looked like other teams that go up against the McDavid line. So one nothing at the end of the first period. Great, Eric Stahl. Finally, yay! Because Eric Stahl has been that guy has been a hemorrhage for the Habs ever since he scored that overtime goal against Edmonton two weeks ago. Should he be in the lineup over Jake Evans? I'm not entirely sure at this point if that should be the case. Cause it's 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 there's there's so many things that are happening that ought to not be happening. And it's just it's 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 it continues to be an issue. So regardless, get back to the game. Second period goes scoreless. Hooray. We survived. One nothing going into the third. And that's when that 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 that's when things started to get really iffy. Uh There's also the goal that was called back. Yes, there was also the goal that was called back. Yes, thank you actually. Um forgot about that. And that was a McDavid goal as well. It sure was. It sure was Bojangles. <laughs> oh my god. So a flurry of activity in front of Jake Allen. That's another thing. Carey Price got hurt during this game. A different injury. On that goal. So-called goal. Yep. Yep, got himself uh, knocked in the head pretty decently by uh, so-and-so, so-and-so. Good guy. Checked up on Price after the fact, though. There was a whole article written about it. Thank God, I guess. Um, Yeah, that's uh, great. So uh, Price is out. 
according to today's uh, check marks and Dominic Ducharme, I think, too, was mentioned it today, that price is out for the week. Concussion protocol. Fine. Jake Allen's great. Jake Allen was fantastic last night when he went in. An absolute Heruclean effort against quite possibly the greatest player on the planet in Connor McDavid. Huh? Herculean? Herculean. Hercules. Hercules? Heracles. Herculean. There's, all right, that's. I know there's lots of my classic. My classics got mixed up or something, but you're right. You're right. Herculean. Uh, so, uh, the last five minutes of the game, uh, the Habs end up losing four to one. <sighs> this is, uh, it's, it, we're, we're running out of times when we can say that this was the worst Habs game of the season. Cause those have been happening in increasingly yeah. accelerated moments. The past few have been sort of all of the same category. The game before this Edmonton game. They were up against the Ottawa fucking Senators. The Ottawa Senators shut out the Habs on Saturday. And for nothing, for nothing, Habs can't score on the Senators. That's bad. And um, the game before that, though, was a win, thank God, against the Calgary Flames, which is that's probably the most important team right now to be beating at this point in time. Yes. And Granted, so that's, those are good things that have been happening. Yes. Because they beat the flames on Friday night. Um, yes. The, it, it was imperative that they get the first goal of the game. They always play better when they get the first goal, but if they needed to score the first goal, because if they're chasing the game versus Calgary, we're all going to die a brutal death of, boredom number one but number two um they didn't have to chase the game and so it wasn't you know it wasn't the prettiest one in the world but i'll take it so important to win that game on friday night and they won it and then saturday shut they out. get shut out by ottawa playing again they played on saturday at 1 p.m pacific yeah after just playing the previous night so that's that's something that Dan Robertson said on TSN 690, which is important to remember. And I realize that the same thing applies to every single team in the league. But at this stage of the game, particularly the Habs with their with the schedule that they have because they had that um, COVID um, pause or whatever, um, none of the games are going to be masterpieces. The and team, like I was saying to Marvin yeah. Matthews on Friday night after beating Calgary, just take the two points and run. Just take mm-hmm. the two points and run. Now, unfortunately, two days prior to that, uh, the Habs lost four to one to the Calgary Flames. The Habs are two and four against the Flames. They are statistically getting beaten the worst by the Calgary Flames when you do team by team. Like they do better against the Leafs by a wide margin. Um, Actually... Not so much. Somebody mentioned that they're all like one goal games. They are not. The Leafs have had uh, like two goal games, for instance, but with like empty netters, whatever. But right. the the flame when the Flames beat the Habs, man, two nothing, two to one, three to one, four to one. Those are all the you know scores for when they Habs beat them, and it's um, it ain't good. 
that ain't good. Now, something else, something else that that that's on my mind since since uh, all of this started. The last, and this is something Dan Robertson again mentioned on Twitter. Oh, the last time that a Habs forward put a puck in the net. Actually, let me rephrase that. Only one Habs forward has put a puck in a net, like with his stick, like actually shot it into the net over these past four games. Stahl? No, he kicked Toffoli. it in. That was a deflection. It was Toffoli in the uh, uh, the, the Calgary one on Friday. Right. Now, because it wasn't a forward that scored on you know Calgary on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. On Wednesday, that was a Brett Kulak of all people. Kulak. Yeah, it's um, but it's 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 bad. It, it's it's we're getting into really bad territory because the Habs have scored 18 goals in the past 10 games. That's not good. Another thing I noticed Is because Gallagher been out. Uh, sort of on the fifth. Sort of, kind of with that. Now more about Gallagher. The last player to score that was drafted by the Habs was on April 1st, and it was Brendan Gallagher. Since then, it's all the trade people that are getting it. Tatar, Anderson, these are all trades, you know. But right. um, somebody that's actually drafted by the Habs, it, it's kind of weird that, that they don't. There's no production from the actual Habs people aside from Gallagher. Gallagher's like the only guy that that scores. Kulka Niemi, you can't. He's he's not there yet. He's still a kid. He's not there yet. But it's worrying. It's a lot of worry, and it seems that this particular brand of worry has been happening for the past three or four years. I was listening to Mitch Melnick this afternoon, and him and Gallo had a really good um uh uh, uh a bit about this. Yeah, that this kind of feels like when Tarion got fired. Team was not scoring. Tarion goes. Claude Julien comes in. Team's not scoring. Julien's gone. Ducharme comes in. Team's not scoring. What's Ducharme doing? It's very odd, and it's it's getting into like really bad management area of things. It's mm, this is not a good time for the Habs. Will they make the playoffs? I absolutely think they will. They might do very well against the the Leafs, who's probably going to be the first opponent because they play the Leafs very well. But there's there's a lot to there's a lot to pick apart that isn't good about the Habs right now. It's just I would like to know because at the beginning of the season, that's all they could do was score. Tyler Toffoli and Josh Anderson and Tyler Toffoli and Josh Anderson. And I don't, they, they too. And Brendan Gallagher account for 50% of the goals that the Habs have scored this season. And they were able to score. I just, what? Like it, 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 it becomes this thing. Well, I mean, I know that it's a weird year. I know that losing Gallagher sucks, but you've got a lot of firepower on that roster. What is happening? So, I, I'm I'm a little bit sick of the dump and chase. I was really impressed. With, I don't know if it was last night or on Saturday where Kotkaniemi just charged in and, and uh, into the zone and, and, you know, m- made a whole offensive breakout happen. Like they spent the next, you know, minute in their zone, 
but um, yeah, it's just, it's really curious. I, I don't worry because I know the, ta- the talent that they have on this team. So I'm not worried. I know that uh, another good thing happened last night too, is the Ottawa beat Calgary. Ottawa beat the Calgary Flames. The Calgary Flames are the only team that we have to worry about right now. And they're further and further in the rearview mirror. And uh, Brian Wild, our friend Brian Wild today said, Calgary has to go nine, one, and one to end the season to even hope to catch the Habs. If the Habs win half of their next games, which they should be able to. However. They should be able to. The next, the next glut of their games, they have more games against. Well, actually, it's kind of evened out now, though. Two more games against Ottawa, which Habs don't have it against Ottawa. It seems to be a miracle that they can beat that team for whatever reason. It just they don't. They do not have it against Ottawa. Um, Oilers. The Habs play the Oilers really well. They got three more games against yeah. the Oilers. If they win one more game against the Oilers, they clinch the the regular season series. You know, they get more than half the points. Uh, again, that they can get against uh, the Oilers. Right. Leafs are a gamble. No idea what what will happen against the Leafs. Uh, they have one more game against the Jets, and the Jets play the Habs hard. The Habs are two, three, and three, which you know you can you could technically say two and six because they they, yeah. they have lost those games. So they have one more game against those guys, and then three more against the Flames. It and it sucks. the The schedule is hard. The Habs yeah. probably have the worst schedule in the North Division, but it's like they they have to have the foresight for this sort of thing yeah. to happen. And that's another ooh, big issue that's going on right now with the Habs, too, is that, OK, January and February, those were the months to really pour it on. If they could coast through March, which they did. March and uh, April, like they like what's going on now, wouldn't have been a big deal. But just having that that terrible streak in February yeah. really hurt them because the as, as crappy as the schedule was, March without the COVID thing was bad, and so was April, and then it got worse because of the COVID thing to make up for the games, which right. really sucks. Now talking about foresight, this whole situation with Caulfield. You got to do something with him. If he's practicing with the team, great. He's practicing. The special thing with Caulfield, though, is that the Marlies uh, in the AHL had a COVID scare. I don't know what the situation is. It's not nearly as bad as like the Canucks was, but they, you know, they had to postpone a bunch of games. So the the Rocket, they're not playing games. However, that was last week. Now this week, they're going to resume games tomorrow. Actually, really looking forward to watching the, the, the Rocket. But um, like the thing is, send Caulfield to the Rocket to at least have him have games play, you know. And if you can't do that, have him go into the roster. However, the, the yeah. this is the big thing. Price goes down. Caden Promo comes up as an emergency emergency backup. And now we're going to get into rules about how rosters should be managed. And for some reason, there was some. They, they, the Habs only have one more recall that they can do for the rest of the season. I'm like, where the hell yeah. did this come from? It's not a taxi squad thing. Apparently, this is like a just a regular, regular season thing. But I've never heard of a team running out of call-ups. So I might be getting the, the terminology wrong there, but it just it blew my mind. It's like, okay, so do, do they have to use it up to put Merrill in the lineup? Because he'll be, you know, with the team this week. 
either Merrill or Gustafson. So, like, do you want Caulfield, Merrill, or Gustafson? It's like, ah, uh, what are you supposed to do with that? And then the cap. They're so hard against the cap, they can't add anybody. So for the first season that we that we pull that we put, you know, assets against the cap, like right up against the cap, it hurts us. And you know, makes you wonder why Birdsman never went up against the cap before until you know putting his putting all his chips into this season. So there's a lot of really bad things happening. Because Caulfield's probably gonna sit. Because they That's haven't, curious. they haven't announced, you know, sending him to the AHL. So it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That is a that 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 is an that's an F minus right there on from from my perspective. Yeah, it's a little weird that they'd have him not even playing hockey games. And I mean, what's the point of being around the team if you're not going to play? Like, I mean, unless they want him around the team because they they're going to use them in the playoffs. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand the judgment that's being used there. The other thing too, is that I don't think that particular call up rule applies to the playoffs. Cause once no. the playoffs happen, you know, you can do willy nilly. Apparently you can do I whatever just, you want, but that's something that I have to you know actually study. And I don't know where to study it, unfortunately. So that's on me. I don't know. I just rely on John Lou tweets. Oh, John Lou's so cool. <laughs> He's so cool. So cool. So it's uh it's the dog days of the season, and I am sick of this season. I am ready for it to end. Just yeah. done, well. done, done. Um, and we have less than a month left of gameplay. I think there are oh shoot, I should have looked this up before. I thought I had it up. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, it is less than a month. Ba, ba, da, last ba, game ba, is gonna be playing. I'm about to sit up straight. It's such a terrible posture. I think it's uh, uh oh you can't even tell. Um I think we have 13 okay. games left. 56 game season. We played 43 games. Yeah. So there you go. 13 we more go. games. Here we, we go. Oh, what's that? I was just going, here we go. There we go. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, 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 um. 27. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then that'll be the end of this season. Holy cow. Let it end. Let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Crazy. <laughs> Just nuts. Now, another thing to keep in mind, and this is something that, that's, that's make me hang on to the string of sanity I have for this particular season, is that the Canucks are playing again. And guess what? The Canucks beat the Leafs. Uh, after... I know. The Leafs suck lately. It was just, which is great. You want to know why? Because, oh, really? um, oh, oh, their, their, their Wunderkind goaltender came back down to earth. Thank God. Um, Campbell. Yeah, Campbell. Campbell soup, right? And, we broke uh, him. Literally did. When the Habs beat yeah. him, it just, just, <laughs> you know, crack. Oh, God. He just mentally went <laughs> off. But, um... The Canucks, half their roster was out. So they had, you know, maybe like two or three, well, half a regular roster. And then whoever can play, whoever they can put in a freaking skating boot and push them onto the ice. And that Canucks team ended up beating the Leafs. A comeback, too. It was 2 nothing. They yeah. won it in overtime. It so, was 2 nothing. So good for them. Now, there's some good things about that. 
Um, Max, Max, my son Max still holds out hope that they're going to make the playoffs. So it's really, it's really sweet to it watch. It is. That. It's. It's. That is. He's a very, very loving boy. I was really pleased for him that he got to see them, the Canucks, in a comeback win against the Leafs. That is good. Wow, the Canucks are. Well, man. <laughs> okay. So now with the Canucks, they're in tough. They're in tough. Their um, their schedule extends to the furthest uh you know that the schedule can go because they have to make up a ton of games until may 19th the last game for the habs is on may 12th so i don't know how the nhl is gonna is gonna handle that because you want to know the team that the canucks are playing that week where the habs are not playing anymore the leafs the flames the Flames. If the Flames go on a run that week against the Canucks. Oh, God. Yeah. So we're going to have to watch Canucks Flames games yeah. all goddamn week. We're, we're they be literally, anyway they have sure. four games against the Flames after the oh, Habs fuck, are done. Fuck, fuck, that's fuck. eight points. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so... In in the bad scenario, let's say the Habs are seven points ahead of the Flames. They, <laughs> if <laughs> right, right, right. I could just no. see it happening. Canucks are going to be playing spoilers. They're going to be playing spoiler hockey. So and they here's beat the, the Leafs the other day. Here's the other thing. Then the On Canucks, a COVID ravaged team. The Canucks are one point behind the Flames, with like twenty games in hand now. No, more like uh, one. Yeah, they're. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're four points behind Calgary with seven games in hand. <laughs> it's so weird hearing about what the Flames and the Canucks and the Jets are doing, eh? If the Habs were like 5% better, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But here we are. It's it's gonna well. Be they're a not grind. gonna lose every game for the rest of their for the rest of the season. Just like the Leafs aren't gonna lose the rest of their games for the rest of the season. True. So Saturday was a clunker. Yesterday was lost in the final five minutes. You don't want to lose that way. That's for fucking sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's just just let's relax. And it's not all about Gallagher. God forbid. If it was only about Gallagher, then this team needs a fucking needs to needs a therapy session. Yeah, I honestly think they do. Because did you see the player comments today? No, I did not. They are pissed. They are. I've been watching the Derek Chauvin thing all day. Oh yeah, fuck Derek Chauvin. Guilty on all three counts. He's going to go to jail for the rest of his goddamn life. That piece of shit. Burn in hell. And that's the whole other thing too. Depending on how the sentencing goes, oh, they better throw the book at him because if they're like. Uh, regarding your exemplary record, and then you were a good employee no, at no, Dairy no, no, no. Queen no. twenty years ago. Had, you will get he had five years complaints over the course of his career. Yeah, well, seventeen complaints. The complaints aren't part of the trial, though. And this is a yeah, no, white guy that's a cop in the United States of America. Um, he murdered he, for, for ten minutes. He murdered in cold blood. I think you're frozen. Oh, no, you're not. You're frozen. Oh, no, I'm here. Oh, no, I'm here. And traumatizing those witnesses that had to witness that 10-minute long murder. And he was found guilty on all three counts. 
it will be it, you it better w- throw the book at him there would be some legal gymnastics to 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 you know um what's the word there to justify doing anything less than like 20 years you know what i mean yeah so he but it is america him. it is america well it is america but a, the a stars and bars of 12 of his peers found I, I was hoping that it would have taken them nine hours and 29 minutes, but that's fine. It took them like 11 hours of deliberations. It was like, quick. You know that they walked into that jury room and said, okay, like he did it. So, I mean, I guess we have to look over this because it's our job. Yeah. But, yeah. Like they just believed their eyes. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, if Derek Chauvin wasn't on duty, he probably would have lived. Oh yeah. Done. Easy. Done. So aside from that, so anyway, um, guilty, guilty on all charges. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Murdering scumbag piece of shit that he is. Yeah. And you know what was freaky? Okay, I have one more comic about it. The freakiest thing about that is that they're reading off the verdict, and he had zero reaction. No. Zero. Yeah. That was enough for me to be like, that guy looks like Mark Zuckerberg just got, you know, a, a verdict, and he just... Yeah. He's a sociopath. He's a fucking psycho, so... Good riddance. Um, now, the players' yeah. comments today. Uh, in particular... Drop the soap in the shower, Derek Chauvin. Enjoy. Don't drop the soap in the shower. Yeah, wherever he's going to go. Jesus Christ. The um, So we have Jonathan Drouin and Weber. Jonathan Drouin. Weber had, yeah. had the comment that set a lot of people off. And I can oh, see God. why. Um, oh, okay. I believe it was... Ah, oh, crap. Um, 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 the athletic uh, French writer. Uh, um, uh, Marc-Antoine Godin. He had the question. Uh, Weber, how would you uh, rate your performance on the ice lately? Because he's been struggling. And Weber says, well, um, I, I, I found two translations, one in English and one in French. I'm trying to remember one of them from memory. But he essentially said, uh, I don't think that's the, I don't think, that's something to ask. It is a team game, isn't it? Now, there's a lot of whoa. Yeah, he has course. to take he has to take responsibility for his own play. People, a lot of people took that as him throwing the rest of the team under the bus, and the rest of the team has been playing all that stellar anyway. You know, so it, coming from the captain, that was like a really ooh, that was quite a thing to say. You know, why not just say, yeah, I have to be better. Done. No controversy, but more it was like, I don't ask how I play. I ask how the team plays, blah, 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 you know? Now, as for Druen, this was a bit funnier because somebody asked, uh, you know, how does um, being able to score, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, what do you think about not being able to, you know, get a get a puck in the net lately? And he said something along the lines of, you know, there's another column next to the goals column, right? For assists, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And to that point... Jonathan Drouin is 100% correct. He has, I think, 21 assists on the season with two goals. We could wish for more goals from Jonathan Drouin because we know he has the hands. Year in, year out, he is voted the most talented Habs player on the roster by the Habs themselves. And that's enough for me to say the guy's got it. Yeah. Um, He is tied for fifth on the team in points. And do you want to know who he's tied with? Brendan uh, Gallagher. Let me guess. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So Sorry. that's pretty good. That is really good. 
But everyone shits on Druen for his production, yeah. yet his production matches Gallagher's, and nobody shits on Gallagher. Yeah, there. It's just like the favorites. Like there's Druen because he wasn't um, God's gift to the Habs. God's gift to the Habs in his first couple of seasons, and then Weber. We all know about Weber. Like, yeah, why everybody hates Weber, but. Um, and, and it's always the same uh, ones that shit on Weber, like constantly, constantly looking for any excuse to shit on Weber are always the same ones mm -hmm. that are still heartbroken over their favorite hockey player. Speaking of their favorite hockey player, unfortunately, he's on COVID protocol. That was announced today. Oh, shit. Poor PK. Yeah. So all the best to PK and hope it's nothing yeah, serious like, you know, safe. with the freaking Canucks. Christ. Oh, my God. That was scary. That was very scary. So there oh, it is. I registered to get my vaccine. That's right. Congratulations, Veronica. Yeah. Woo! So, yeah. And, and this week, by the end of the week, both of my kids will have registered. My son yes. and my daughter will both have registered as well. And um, so, yeah. So now I'm just waiting for my text from the government of British Columbia <laughs> telling me that I can sign up for my, go sign up and get my shot. I'm so excited. That's awesome. I'm so excited. That's awesome. That's so yeah. cool. Especially um, because particularly bad. it's been particularly bad in BC recently. Yeah, it's been bad in Canada and kind of across the world, too, if you think about it. Like India. Oh, my. The variants. God. It's just it's yeah. going crazy in India, which, you yeah. know, they have there's two billion people in India or whatever, or one billion, whatever. And um, that's a lot of folks, you know. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. So there's that. And uh as far so, as the and as far as the US is concerned, um if you're a US person, any adult in the US can 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 get themselves an appointment for a vaccine. Yeah. So the US is definitely ramping it up. And also Ontario, what is happening there? So what is happening is that the way the way it's managed up here is it's province by province. People like to shit on Justin Trudeau because they don't understand how it works. Um, but it's province by province and in BC on, as of, as of Friday, this Friday, everybody above the age of 18 mm. is eligible for the vaccine. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So that's the way it's being managed in BC, but yeah, in Ontario, like, I don't, uh, what's his angle, Doug Ford? That guy, elections matter. And this yeah. is when they matter. Kind of like with yeah. freaking Donald shitbag motherfucker Trump and the United States. <laughs> Half a million people are dead because of that fucking scumbag. And there's nothing you can tell me otherwise that make me think otherwise. It's ridiculous. No. Guys, it's, it's genocide. Incompetent. He thought, oh, blue voters, people of color. Who Good cares? luck. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. And that's, yeah. uh, that's what happened with that. But yeah, that guy... I believe that the provincial election is in 2022. Get that fucking idiot out of Ontario, please. A fucking moron. Buck a beer. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. Don't vote for that priority. shit, moron. Fuck. Anyways, probably lost a few listeners, but it's true. <laughs> Get your head on straight. Jesus yeah. Christ. People are dying, okay? Yeah. Like, just fucking think. Fucking think a little bit. Oh. Uh. Anyways, that was on my mind okay. because um, I do my skate clinics on Monday nights now, so I missed a little bit of the game. 
And uh, both of the coaches are big, like, flu versus COVID people. And I'm like, you guys got to stick to fucking skating. Oh, my God. Did you see that story in the New York Post? Which one? (laughs) So, shingles was trending on Twitter today. Oh, God. Did you see that? No, but I I saw it. So, the New York Post has a story about this mysterious herpes blah 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 related to the covid vaccine it's like some anti-vaxxer shit uh, and it's the, the the name that they assigned to it what that name means is shingles people get shingles yeah. if you've got shingles it's because you had it in your system to begin with it has nothing to do with the covid vaccine yeah nothing yeah like it's just misinformation yeah I'll send you the link. Can't wait it's to read just, it. It's just absolutely shameless. Absolutely shameless. All this anti-vaxxer mm. stuff. That's And that's the other thing. So Jake Tapper, Jake Tapper, who was so focused on Canada yeah. and the vaccine and Justin Trudeau last week. Like, what an egomaniac. I'm sick of Jake Tapper. I'm done with Jake Tapper. He's canceled. Yeah, I just, um, he has his moments and last week was not. Moment. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. And he wasn't listening to any of the replies yeah. that were telling him, uh, actually, he was only listening to, you know, the Trudeau haters that were feeding him the news in the first place. Um, so Jake Tapper, COVID vaccine. Oh, yeah. So Jake Tapper was um, Canadians deserve better because of the vaccination rate in the US, well, pretty soon the vaccination rate in Canada per capita is gonna go way above the United States because half of the United States doesn't wanna get the shot. Awesome, just the best. Like, did you see um, Junior Barbie there, Barbie, COVID Barbie, Uh, Ivanka Trump the other day? No. She tweeted out on social media that she was getting her shot and she had her little cute little white t-shirt on and sitting up straight and smiling behind her mask and and getting her mask wow yeah she's impressed impressed the comments on instagram of her fans were like what a disappointment (laughs) this i'm not Uh, doing it oh i'm you know like it was just like oh like i couldn't find a single positive comment under there that's what her father wrought on that country and it's, it's a conversation, but that's they've always been there. Just they needed somebody to validate their views. And now yeah. that their views are validated by some fake strongman that they you know wanted, now they can do whatever they want. And because of that, we're going to need COVID boosters every fucking year because these scumbag pieces of shit can't think yeah. for themselves. Or they can't think for themselves, but they just ignore anything that go that makes them uh what's the word for it uh, 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 that's an inconvenience Justified. it's an inconvenience so for them to do oh, a b and liberties. c yeah the liberties and and just going out of their way to to protect another person outside of themselves fucking disgusting no. yeah they're pieces of shit fucking hate yeah. them so there <laughs> There's no, there's no other way to put it. Yeah, no, there's no other way to put it. I, you're correct. But yeah, so Jake Tapper, keep your eyes open, bud. Yeah, watch your back, Jake. I'll drop you a line. Great, now I'm going to get an email from Twitter later. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so um, the Habs play tomorrow against a team 
Uh, that's uh, in in the NHL. Um, the Flames. Uh, they they are an NHL team. No, no, it's their rematch against Edmonton. Oh right, okay. And then that'll um, and then after that, uh, they'll finish off the Edmonton series for with the makeup games in May. So tell me more about what Twitter was saying about Shea Weber. Oh, just that he's the captain. He has to be better. You know, he has to he has to be accountable for himself. It was embarrassing for him to you know blame the the rest of the team on the on his own woes. And that was like the sort of the mentality going on there, but right. it's, it was not good, not good. And I can see, and I can see that thing. Now, Dave Stubbs went to bat for Weber, sort of, kind of went to, sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of, I'm going to retract a little what bit. What do you mean? He, uh, what he did is that in light of, I think he, he tweeted this semi recently. And he said, in light of uh, Weber's comments today, that I do not affirm or just, you know, do not agree or disagree with. But it made me think of an article that Jean Beliveau uh, had put together. Uh, or either an interview or something Jean wrote himself. Uh, wow. And, and uh, Stubbs um, shared that on socials. And uh, the the tag was that, like, you know, all of my success isn't something that I gained for myself. It was something that's always uh, affiliated with how the team played and how the team did so it's well, and that's... sort of like what weber said but i can i can see all the angles here where i'm like it was so, um, if the team was doing well this comment would have been nothing in the wind but since the team is not <laughs> i've mentioned previously both in dms and i believe on the podcast that i believe weber's playing hurt and obviously not such an injury yeah. that's going to further damage himself. Otherwise, the medical staff probably wouldn't allow it. But um, yes, he's he hasn't cost us games, but he's cost us, right? But I think if I'm list, I understand the, everybody's reaction to him not falling on his sword. Because, you know, lots of people, they like nothing more than a big, strong, tough guy being humiliated or humiliating himself, you know, mm -hmm. falling on his sword and that kind of thing. But um, for me, if I'm hearing that I put myself in Weber's shoes and in my mind, I hear him thinking, I'm not going to single myself out. I'm not going to like... Like, he's not a me guy. He's a teen guy. So I think that just the notion of singling himself out, it's not throwing his team under the bus. It's not, um, ah, in Spanish, it's the word destacar, where you're... Um, destacar. Destacado. If you're, if you're, it's like you're shining more brightly. Mm -hmm. That's the word. That's going to be the name Destacado. of the episode, actually. So, <laughs> Destacado. Destacado. <laughs> I know how to spell that. Destacarto. That's how... Destacado. Nice. Got it. Easy. That, was, that was an easy one. C-A-D-O. That's why I love Spanish, because it, you just spell everything the way it sounds. Yeah. No easy. weird O-U-G-H, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Destacado. Cool. Destacado. Oh, it was Luis Miguel's birthday yesterday. I love him. 
Who's he's a Mexican. He's a Mexican. He's famous in South America and nice. Latin America. Um, he sings the most romantic music. They're called boleros. He ballads. Ballads. Oh my God, his his songs are just so, and he's got such a beautiful voice and he's so passionate. Anyways, happy birthday, Luis Me. Yeah, good job, Luis. Appreciate all the romantic ballads. Ballados. <laughs> you should look him up. He's so cool. Boleros. Oh, the, the music is just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Nice. Romantic, good. but not cheesy. Just, it's just so beautiful. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one clip. Um, I think I, I probably shared it with the happy hour where random band, and I think it was either in Brazil or Chile. And the guy was playing for a, for a stadium and the stadium was just going absolutely bonkers for this guy. Like just crying older guy. And they all had like mariachi stuff on, or at least they were all uniformed. Right. And they, yeah. it was just a really traditional sounding song, but people were going crazy. It's like Beyonce <laughs> was there, you know, or something like that. And just, it, it just I got to find that clip. We're happy people. Yeah. And they, and they were just like, everyone was singing along to the song and just men, grown men were crying. <laughs> just, this guy was, was performing. It was, I was like, I have no idea what's happening. It looks like it's just. Oh, you no, have to find it for there's me. There's no fire. Uh, like maybe they had like a, like a dozen dancing girls and just this this one <laughs> portly guy singing, and it was just people were going crazy. It's like oh my god. It's like I don't know. It just it, it blew me away. I was like wow, what a party. I don't even yeah. know what's going on. Love That's a awesome. good party. Yeah, one day we'll have parties again. One day. One day more. I was at a concert at Estadio Nacional in Santiago, Ooh. where it was over a hundred thousand people there, and um, we were we got there early and we did like the you know like the what you see it was like first come first serve we just first come first serve so we just like sprinted into the stadium mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we were like what row ten. And then we oh. were stuck there for the rest of the day. Oh yeah, you're done. That's it. You're I done. Like, like the last time, um, I went to uh, a festival, a festival de Arte de Quebec, um, yes. when it was because they always have an amazing lineup for the for the second weekend. That's usually right. when I go because that's usually when they do the harder music. But like it was Metallica. I was like, okay, I gotta yeah. get this. So I yeah. I waited on online that group line that they have before they open the gates and people rush in. I was in that line for like three hours, standing there in the sun, and uh, then the gates opened. I fuck, I took off. I was like <laughs> running, and I got like yeah, four or five rows, you know, away from Metallica. Yeah. But you know, it was like Metallica wasn't playing for like another eight hours or something like that. So I was like, Jesus Christ. But it was it was a good time. I had a lot of fun. That's I got so much fun. I got two picks out of that freaking thing. Oh, that was oh, good. awesome. I was like, I was you know, smashed against people. You know, yeah. like sad yeah. but true. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking yeah, sad but true. And a pick lands on someone's shoulder like right <gasps> there. I was like, oh, and I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then I found another one on the ground, and those are the you know those are the freebies. So oh, awesome! That's right. I think I gave one of them to somebody at some point that was uh, helping me out in the pit. So oh, that that's nice. awesome. But, My yeah. son Max, where you mentioned Metallica, he's he's 
so dry in his delivery, but he said the other day, the other day, I don't know when it was, he said, um, if I ever had a metal band, <laughs> I'd call it Metallica. <laughs> I mean, they what nailed else? it. I mean, they, they, they hit the nail on the head. Totally with that nailed one. it. Yeah. When, when that album kill them all came out, holy crap. <laughs> Jesus Christ, some angry teenagers from LA. Man. That's one thing that I always think about. When I moved to Chile, so I was I, I was born in Chile, lived in Canada for a while, lived in Ecuador for a while, back wow, in Canada Ecuador. for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Quito. Baller. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> then lived lived in Canada, then moved back to Chile for a while. When I moved to Chile, the music that on the radio was all, ain't nothing gonna break my stride, ain't gonna hold me down, oh no, I got to keep on. And then I come back to Canada, where in Chile, we're completely sheltered from the music in North America, really, like, except for like music videos and stuff, but meh, they, they, they like a lot more European stuff down there mm-hmm. and local stuff. Um, so yeah. And then I come back to Canada and everything's like, and I'm like, what happened here after, since I've been gone, it was such an evolution, like the grunge. And then I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa." like metal always existed, but like everything was so happy. Mm -hmm. What have I done to deserve this? You know, like all those songs. And it was just like, something happened in society. Yeah, well, Seattle, Seattle. I was happened. like in a time warp in Chile. Yeah, Seattle. Seattle happened hard. Apparently. Yeah, and the uh, the Sunset Boulevard in in California before Seattle happened. That always blew my mind because if the grunge movement didn't happen, metal was on a trajectory, and then yeah. Nirvana came. And yes. there it was. <laughs> I was like, I Man, love Nirvana and uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah, but it they was just like whoa. They killed Van Halen. They killed Motley Crue. They killed Cinderella. They killed right. Rat. They killed Wasp. They killed um, uh, uh, a Poison. Twisted Sister? <laughs> they killed Twisted Sister. <laughs> it just killed them. Killed them dead. Just very sad. I don't know what else to say about the Habs. What else to say about the Habs? I honestly, I honestly don't have anything else to say. I mean, yeah, they They're have a game. To tomorrow. They have to. I mean, they don't have to against Edmonton. But Jesus Christ, so we don't have to wait on bated breath about the last four Calgary games against the frickin' Canucks at the at next yeah. month. They got to put some wins together. Oh, my God. How do we feel about Dominique Ducharme? Yeah. He's that's, just a uh, retard? He had, um, he, he too, during today's presser, uh, did not look like he was comfortable in his skin. No, he never no. does. No, well, that is true. He seems he kind of reminds me he of like a, he reminds me of like a gecko that's trying to hide, <laughs> or like you know just just he has that he has that. You know he has it's um, very twitchy like that a little bit. Yeah. Um. No. It's so with Dominic, the the one thing about this roster and Dominic and even Alex Burrows, because we haven't even talked about the power play. Yeah. Holy shit. Actually, that's okay. That's what we're going to talk about now. Here we okay. go. All right. All right. Okay. So with Dominic Ducharme, 
I really don't know what to make of him because we can't evaluate him. I'm pretty sure he has a worse record now than after Claude had. I, I don't I don't have it in front of me. It was close last week. Now I think it's probably worse because, well, the Habs haven't they haven't been winning games. Um so with that being said though, uh how can we judge the guy for taking over a team in the middle of a COVID season? I yeah. think it's impossible. And I think it would be better if you give him a training camp and an 82 game season. Yeah. Imagine having this team rested instead of night in, not well, like every other night in. Well, they're going to have a week off before the playoffs because of the Canucks. Unless, unless. So I've been wondering this, and I don't know if it would happen, but let's say that Calgary and the Canucks are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs before those that those makeup games mm. would they have them play those games and start the playoffs anyway i don't know but in covid i don't know what will happen i don't know i mean they've never had a season where they just don't play the games once both teams are out true but in the but this is not a season like any other exactly Especially, so I, like, common sense to me says they're going to start the playoffs on May 20. After the last game of the regular season between the the last game. I think it's a long weekend, Victoria Day long weekend. Oh, yeah, true. So, but regardless, it's also like once the Habs are done, then there's the week with the Canucks doing their makeup games. And man, if they can get that week and actually be allowed to practice, that would do wonders i think it has to because then that's it you know so that <laughs> um yeah. that would that would be really nice if that happens but until the nhl decides what to do about the playoffs because the other thing too they don't know if they're going to need another bubble like a mini bubble for a certain series with the uh, canadian teams it's um it's it's up in the air still is that up in the air i haven't been following any of it yeah, whenever uh, whenever Pierre LeBrun mentions it, and he's like he's like the only guy I like consider like the dude to actually share you know good information on this stuff. Yeah. Um in 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 the um intermissions between the games or between periods, sorry, he gets asked that and he says, Yeah, the NHL has no plan set in stone yet for the playoffs, and they're considering right. all options. Yeah. As they should. As they should. Yeah, as they should. So there's that. Then, God damn it, the power play. The power play right now is 2-33. and 33 Oh, shit. Since they got back from the break. It has to be better. It is 6% without rounding. Six! <laughs> <sighs> it just... The, it Leafs, just... the Leafs suck, too, at the power play. Yeah, they, they were like 2-40-something, but the Habs aren't oh. far off. <laughs> It's just it it it's mind it's mind boggling for the Leafs to have a bad power play. Like they have people they pay. There's there's thirty million dollars on one power play unit. Yeah. But um, you know, regardless of the money thing, but the Habs, it's just every season, every season, no matter the coach, no matter the the power play coach, nothing. It's like these players don't know how to do a power play, and I'm starting to think that 
It's probably the players at this point. What else are you supposed to do? They dump it in on power plays. I know. What the hell is that? You have a man advantage. And don't even get me started on yesterday. A 2 on I won't. I won't. Because I, I got it in DMs already. Oh, my God. <laughs> a 2 on 0 on a Habs power play against Allen. Credit where it's due. Mike Smith made a pass that no other man on the planet could make. Or woman, I will say. Said it. No gender could make this. No. Mike Smith is his own gender in this case. And he, they <laughs> did it. An incredible pass out to Connor McDavid. And it's a 2 on 0 on Allen. McDavid <sighs> flubs it. Yeah. Thank God. Because if he scored yeah. on that, ha <laughs> ha. Oh, my oh, God. That would have been a, thank God. He didn't. But it's a it's the man advantage. I get having a four check against you on the man advantage. It happens. The Habs do it all the time to other other teams, especially with Armia and Lekkanen. God bless them both. Yes. Even though, though Lekkanen can't score worth shit. Oh my <laughs> God, that guy. As, anytime he has a lane and a scoring Poor chance, I'm like, that puck is going to does everything else. New Mexico. He does everything else. He does everything else. He but, sacrifices himself. Can Jeff Petrie win a board battle? Can Weber hit the net? What the hell is going on? They're, they're, it's everybody. So with yesterday in particular, too, when it comes to Petrie and Edmondson, though that was the pairing that was getting killed by McDavid. McDavid, one on two against Petrie and Edmondson. Clears them both, scores that goal. It was not, it was, it was one of those rare nights when, when both Petrie and Edmondson were bad, at least on those particular plays, but it's Connor McDavid. You, you gotta be on your game against Connor McDavid. And there is, there it was. And they've been very good all season, except for last night. But yeah, it's, Weber, uh, Weber on McDavid to give Weber credit. Yeah. He, yeah. he hasn't allowed McDavid to do a single thing all season. I really wonder. It's it's it so weather, weather. it's so crazy. It has been too. Yeah. So, but more to that point, they can't make any changes to the roster because of this no. whole call up rule, and it's just they're they're the roster as is. They're stuck with it unless somebody gets injured. If somebody gets yes. injured, then they can do things. Carey Price is a different situation because it's a goalie. So yeah. speaking of, we may see Caden oh, yeah. Primo this week. We will. I thought they say it's highly likely. Highly likely. And I imagine that, yes, it is likely that Caden Primo will, uh, will will put in. And that'll be very cool. I think Primo yeah. is uh, undefeated in the NHL so far. Two games from last season. Yeah. Um, so Remember good for when him. Brady Kachuk stole his puck? <laughs> I forgot all about that. Remember that? Ah. I, I only remembered because um, ah. there, was, there was some consternation on Twitter about that recently when somebody else stole somebody else's puck. I don't remember what. Well, in some other Corey Perry tried to steal a puck out of Markstrom's glove in that Calgary yes, game. That was so funny. <laughs> that was legitimately funny. It was funny. People I watched, laughed. Yeah, they did. I watched the recap and, you know, Perry makes a shot and, you know, Markstrom's like holding it like, huh. and Perry was just like, and then, you know, Markstrom's like, what are you doing, you son of a bitch? And Corey Perry's like, listen here, you're the son of a bitch. And they were both like, Game game knows game. But no, Corey Perry was talking to him and he's just like, 
I don't know. <laughs> imagine, just imagine trying to steal the puck out of a goalie's yeah. mitt or whatever. Glass. I honestly don't think it's legal. I actually don't know. No. It can't be. It can't be legal. It can't be because they, they have possession of it. it that's a whole other rule book thing. But yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's that power play. It's I don't get it. I don't. I just it looks the same year after year. I was so excited for Alex Burrows. I was so excited excited when I saw Romanov on the power play. Where yeah. is he? Put him on there. Do something. I was glad that they got Stahl out of the power play because, my God, he looked <laughs> like he was lost out there for, yeah, for the there week was or two. Like, oof, Eric Stahl. Oh, man. <laughs> it's what just... was going on with him sometimes? Like, just trying to spin around and keep it away. Just pass the puck. Yeah, or just like... Yeah, and and the whole thing that Dominic Ducharme had mentioned before too is that I play a system that has uh, close passes and puck support. They're not playing that way. It's, no, it looks like a like last night's game was super fun up until the Habs got demolished. If it yeah. ended up being like a two one game, I would have been like, ah, it's two one against freaking McDavid. You know, it's yeah. McDavid for God's sake. But four to one, what happened? An empty netter, but. The empty netter happened as soon as Jake Allen left. It's just they don't they don't have it. Oh shoot! There goes my zoom. Again. They'll find it. There, your 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 focus is gone. Yeah, I know. I gotta fix it out. I'll, I'll figure that out in a second. But yeah, it's just I don't. I don't know what is going on with those guys. Oh look at that! It did it. The freaking the bam. You you've got like the Joy Behar. What's that called? The soft. Uh, I think it should be f- fixed now. At least I hope. It looks good to me, at least. So, uh, yeah, it's better. Hooray. We did it. Hooray. Oh, my God. Are we coming up on the hour? Yeah, we are. We are coming up on the hour. Stranger rang my doorbell today. Why? It's COVID. Because I know. It, it, I, that's exactly it. Um, I'm like, what? I'm not expecting anybody. So I go there and it's yeah. just like some guy from the gas company wants me to make sure that I'm getting my discount on my gas bill and blah, blah, blah. Ooh. And then he's like, you know, he's, he's like getting ready to give me the whole speech. And I'm like, oh Jesus, I'm going to be standing at the door for 15 minutes. So I just said, oh, I really don't have time for this right now. I'm in the middle of a business meeting. Mm. And so he's like, oh, is it okay if I come back later, like in an hour? And I'm like, I'm going to be in another business meeting. Because <laughs> I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to talk at my door. Like I'll find it online. Yeah, I'll find really. find it online and sign up for it. It's like, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Ringing my doorbell during COVID. Yeah, weird. Oh my God. Jeez. That, that happened uh, at my apartment. Like my apartment. No one ever comes in here because they can't you know they they can't get into the building no you know? they I, can't i have to let someone in you know i hear knock 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 i'm like the fbi i don't know so i <laughs> so i walk over so i walk over and, and it's building maintenance and they have to do something with my air conditioner i'm like oh okay and these those guys know me they're like yeah it's this guy that he always works in his back room he's fine do whatever you want and leave so and that's 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 how they ex- <laughs> how they yeah. uh, describe me so they did their thing and left but um there it is yeah don't have too much to say more about the Habs. So we got a couple minutes left, though. Do, do you remember, did I tell you that story about the guys who built my closets? No. So about, what about them? <laughs> before COVID happened, <laughs> um, we just did this major renovation. And like the, the sink. Last, 
Oh, Jesus. Um, oh. The last the last thing that we had done was we had our closets built mm-hmm. like from Ikea. And Ooh. so these guys from these guys show up like Ikea, like contracts out their, their, the people that build their stuff or whatever their contractors. And um, so these two guys show up, I'm all alone in my house. Bill and Ted. Right. Day, right. And it's two guys show up. There's one guy who is a Russian immigrant they're both Russian immigrants, but one guy speaks English. The other guy doesn't speak a word of English. And so I just basically go and show them where the work is and everything like that. It's on the, uh, another floor. And um, then I come back down and I don't remember what I was doing, but he, one of the, the one guy, the guy that speaks English actually comes down and he's like, you know, Hey, can I get a glass of water? And I'm like, of course. And we go into the kitchen and um, we're both just standing there and he's, you know, he's talking to me about the rental because at this time the kitchen is brand new mm. and blah, blah, blah. And we're making small talk. And I'm sitting here thinking in the back of my mind, I'm alone in my house with two strange men. And it just kind of gave me a vague sense of unease. Mm-hmm. He was very nice and everything. But then, um, then he puts down his glass and he's like, okay, I'm going to get back to work. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got his DNA. <laughs> I have his DNA. <laughs> Just oh in case something I'm going to pursue. I didn't actually. I ended up, but it, the thought Whoa, crossed my mind. I'm going to put this in a Ziploc bag. Oh my god! Thought crossed my mind. You know, I don't. I've got his DNA in case he comes back or kills me or whatever. You know, this is, this, this is a, this is a this is a an R podcast to most. And as you were describing this scenario, I was like, this sounds like something I've seen online before. Ambergreen <laughs> comes in. He's like, I've come to fix closets. And yeah, it's like, exactly. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Right. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with this. <laughs> I can I can imagine it was one of those stories. Yeah, these two weird guys came over. I was alone in my house all day. I got one of them water. And they did such a good job. And, and they it was, was like, so nice. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and they fixed the closet and left. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh, I just watched, I listened to too many murder podcasts. Yes. That that was exactly the first place my mind went is like, I've got his DNA. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) I don't listen to murder podcasts. And. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got to go. Okay, we got to go. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, please. (laughs)